Welcome to Finn's Fish Tales. These are my stories. I made them all up. Hello and welcome to the Patriots Part 5. Everything's going really well and I'd like to thank everybody again for taking the time out to listen. I've had a couple of radio interviews and I've one coming up from a New York radio station. So this is part five of the six part series and I hope you're enjoying it. The Patriots, part five. Finally the big day arrives. Due to the previous night's antics, the lads are unresponsive when Leo draws back the curtains in the living room. Eddie and Connor are asleep, leaning up against each other, and Sean is curled up on the floor beside them with a large couch cushion for a pillow. Sid can be heard snoring down the hall. Leo kicks the couch leg with one side of his foot, jolting the lads awake. The fuck, says Eddie, while Sean begins to stir. He sits up foggy-eyed with a look of confusion. Connor stirs and makes for the kitchen. I'll put the kettle on, he mumbles. Okay, lads, let's have a wash and get ready. Big day says Leo, mustering the troops. You all right, Sean? asks Eddie. Grand, I'll go organise the stuff we picked up, he says as he leaves the room. After a time and several cups of tea, the lads are ready for the off. Leo, Eddie, Connor and Sean are all dressed in work overalls. Sid still snores off in the distance. This is it, lads, says Leo. Eddie asks Sean, are you sure you want to come along? Sure, it's something to do, smiles Sean. Fuck it, let's roll, says Connor as they make their way out of the flat. As Leo, Eddie and Sean make for the stairs, Connor passes the elevator and presses the button. Nothing happens, but as he goes to enter the stairwell after the lads, the elevator sounds with a ding. He grins to himself and heads back towards it. Sometime later, Leo, Eddie and Sean arrive at the van, only to find Connor leaning against it, with his cap downward covering his eyes. What took yous, he smiles, much to the lads' chagrin. Sean loads up four square objects wrapped in a canvas cloth tied with twine. He gets into the back and makes a place for himself among the boards and stepladders. Connor follows him in and Eddie closes the door behind him. Leo starts the van and Eddie hops into the passenger side. Are you right Eddie? No better pupil, he smiles. Leo lets the van tick over for a few moments and then with a rattle they are off. They don't talk on the drive there. After about 30 minutes or so, the gallery comes into view. Eddie looks into the back of the van. We're here. Leo parks near the gallery steps, but not too close. While they don't want to draw any undue attention, they also want to get away quickly. Commence the paddy wackeries, says Eddie. The lads all don tweed caps like the one Connor already has on. Eddie looks to Leo. Tis it yourself? Aye, tis me, so it is. Ah, sure, grand so, says Leo. They open up the back of the van and Connor and Sean pass out some small stepladders and the boards to Leo and Eddie. Connor and Sean carry out the remainder and close the doors behind themselves. Right, everyone on their game, says Leo. Remember the plan and nobody make a balls of it. Taking in the task ahead, the lads all pause for a moment. Is that the pep talk like? asks Connor. Jesus, he laughs. Just remember the plan, says Eddie. Sean, you stick with me, right? Let's go. They walk up to the gallery steps in single file. Leo on point, Sean keeping up the rear. The lads start to run Leo's instructions over in their heads. Walk in like you don't care. Nod and smile to everyone looks at you. They walk into the gallery just so. 
Leo walks towards the guard who is once again berating his junior. Seriously, mate, what do you be thinking? His junior looks unfazed. If I don't know what I'm doing is wrong, how can I be held responsible? I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of your fault. Just as the guard is about to blow, Leo interjects. How are you, boss? Me and the lads are here to do a spot of cleaning. The guard sees the lads file by towards the stairs. He looks Leo up and down. I wasn't told about this. Leo hands him a work order. It's all there, chief. Orders from a Mr. Skeffington. Oh, maybe the docket got lost, says Leo, as he gestures to the younger guard. The guard rolls his eyes. Go on then. I just do as I'm told. You know yourself, boss. Leo tips his cap and follows after the lads. The guard turns to his junior. Come here, you. The lads are at the top of the stairs and once again play Leo's instructions over in their heads. First floor, room 23, turn right. Walk through room 22 and then turn left into 18. They follow the directions diligently, carrying their ladders and boards like they do this every day of the week. And just like Leo said, there it is on the right, room 17, the artists. This is mad, isn't it? Connor whispers to Sean. As they reach the threshold of room 17, Eddie turns to Sean. Here's Sean, you keep sketch. Sean positions himself as lookout as the rest of the lads enter the room. Here, Mrs. I'm terribly sorry, but we need to close this section for cleaning, says Eddie to a tall, bespectacled, gangly lady viewing one of the works of art. She looks down her nose as Eddie ushers her out. Come on now. Leo arrives and nods to Sean as he enters, sidestepping Eddie and the lady. Connor gently closes the tall wooden doors. Right, down to business, says Leo as they produce sackcloth and twine from a bundle and lay out the boards, then set up the stepladder on either side of their first acquisition. Peas on a plate. Leo climbs up the ladder to the left and Eddie up the one on the right. They both take a grip of their side of the frame with their right hand while trying to hold the top of the frame with their left. Right, gently does it, lift, instructs Leo, as both gingerly raise the painting off its wall hooks. As they make their way down the stepladder, Connor steadies the painting until they reach solid ground. Leo and Eddie lay the painting flat on the boards they laid out, pick up their stepladders and move them on to the next one, the nag. Outside, as Sean stands lookout, he is approached by a studious young woman with a sketchbook and a pencil in hand. Is it closed? she asks. Yes, for the cleaning, he says. That's a shame, she says, smiling as she turns to walk away. Is that drawings you have there? asks Sean. Yes, she says. I'm making some cursory sketches for a collection I'm working on at uni. Can I have a look, if that's okay? he asks. Sure, come sit, she smiles as she walks him over to a wooden bench a few steps away. Leo and Eddie lay the nag on the board beside peas on a plate and cover both of them with another board which Connor wraps in sackcloth and secures with twine. He begins to twitch a little but shrugs it off. Come on, calls Eddie to hurry Connor along. Connor hurries over and stands in front of the next painting, the lads. Leo and Eddie begin to grasp the painting as Connor becomes transfixed on the characters within the work. The six stern-looking men are resting but cleanly observing something to the right. They are armed with rifles but dressed in civilian clothing. The centre figure is sitting cross-legged and a pistol rests on his lap. He is wearing a dark brown suit which reminds Connor of his father. He becomes transfixed by the man's brow as if it is becoming magnified and swirling. The leaves on the trees in the background seem to flutter and dance. The man's face seems to be coming animated. Connor feels a sudden cold sweat chill his body as the man's face begins to turn toward him. How's yourself? The man says. Jesus shouts Connor as he turns on his heels and races towards the door. 
Leo and Eddie on top of their ladders look to each other, bewildered, as Connor makes his way out the door in great haste. Sean and the young woman are startled as the doors fly open and Connor races into the gallery across the way. I'll just be a minute, says Sean to the woman as he follows Connor inside. Sean finds Connor rattled and jerking his head from left to right as if looking out for some oncoming threat. Are you all right, Connor? I'm freaking out, I've got the shakes and all, he replies. Sean sits with him on a nearby bench and places a hand on each shoulder. Take some deep breaths, calm yourself. Connor tries to steady his breathing and closes his eyes. As he quiets, Sean says, If you sit there for a few minutes, we'll come get you in a bit. You okay now? I'm grand, he says, as he continues slow, steady breathing. As Sean leaves the room, he looks up and down the corridor to make sure the coast is clear and walks over to where the young woman sits. How is your friend? she asks. Ah, he's grand. The fumes from the cleaning fluid got to him. Inside the gallery, Leo and Eddie are wrapping and securing the last two paintings. Right, says Leo. Time to hang the replacements. They begin to unwrap some paintings the lads had purchased from the market. Connor now calmed, opens his eyes. He is surrounded by a number of portraits of various ladies. He smiles as he tries to relax. A painting called The Grey Lady catches his eye. She's wearing a large hat and a hint of a smile. She seems familiar to him. Is that you, Bridie? he asks with a broad smile on his face. Jay's is your dispute of her, he says as he walks over for a closer look. Eddie opens the door and calls to Sean, who was engrossed in conversation with the young lady. I better go, it looks like we're off. Do you mind if I call you sometime, he asks. Sure, she smiles as she tears a piece off the cover of her sketchbook and writes down her phone number. I never got your name, she says. Oh, sorry, I'm Sean. Well, hello, Sean, I'm Millie. She smiles as she shakes his hand and passes him the piece of paper. Come on the fuck, says Eddie, as he looks out at Sean. Both sets of boards are strapped together and laying on the gallery floor. Leo picks up one end while Eddie grabs the other. Sean folds both stepladders closed and carries them towards the door. Where's Connor? asks Leo, just as Connor appears at the door with something wrapped in a curtain tucked under his arm. Are you right or what? he beams. They make their way out through the room to the stairs and carefully make their way down. Once more they play Leo's instructions over in their heads. Carry yourself like you're going about your daily business. As they pass the younger guard on their way out the door, he nods to Leo. Leo gives him a smile and a salute with his free hand, and waltz out the door like you're leaving your own house. The lads stroll out of the gallery entrance and make their way down the steps. Oi, Paddy, a voice bellows behind them. They all freeze. Leo turns to see the older guard holding up a bucket. Leo places his end of the board on the steps and walks back up to meet him. You forgot this, he smiles as he holds up a bucket with Property of Dublin Depot written upon it. He doesn't seem to have noticed, but Leo grabs it quickly nonetheless. Thank you, sir. Sure you're a gentleman and a scholar, so you are, he says in his best Hollywood Irish accent. No worries. Off you go now, Paddy, says the guard as he turns back towards the gallery and Leo shuffles quickly back down to the lads and picks up his end of the boards. They all begin to walk quick step, fast but not too fast. In the van, Eddie seats himself as he closes the door. He looks to Leo and Leo to him. There's a trace of a smile on both their faces. Whether it's disbelief or not wanting to jinx themselves, they pause. Bleeding deadly, shouts Connor as he plants his head between them, having produced himself from the back of the van. They all erupt in laughter. Let's get the booze and the broads and the hell out of here, says Eddie, as Leo starts the van and they gently roll away from the gallery. Connor slaps Eddie on the shoulder as Sean sits in the back relieved. He runs his hand over the sackcloth of one of the wrap paintings and smiles to himself.
As they pull up outside Sid's building, Sean hops out of the back of the van and Eddie opens his door to follow him. I'll stay with Sid until I get settled, says Sean. Sid's sound but he makes a lot of bad choices. He puts his hand on Sean's shoulders. Make your own way, Sean. I will. Eddie gets back in and Sean watches the lads drive off. He pulls Millie's number from his pocket and smiles as he looks at it. Early the next morning, Skeffington enters the gallery. As he passes the guard's desk, he runs his finger along it with a look of disgust and uses his thumb to rub off what little dust his forefinger has accumulated. He looks to the guard. Everything shipshape, Collingsworth? It is indeed, sir. The cleaners came by yesterday and everything went without a hitch. What cleaners? asks Skeffington. Where did they clean exactly? Collingsworth pushes open the doors to the gallery as Skeffington walks in, followed by the younger guard and Collingsworth. Everything seems fine in here, sir, he says. Skeffington stands still, livid. Fine? Fine, you say? What the bloody hell are these? Upon the wall hangs four prints the lads had picked up from the market. Skeffington and the guards take them in in all their kitsch glory. One shows some dogs playing poker, and the other three depict a long-haired, almost cartoonish lady. My mum has that one in her living room, the younger guard announces as he points to one. Skeffington notices a piece of paper placed into the frame of one of the prints. It's a note. He opens it and it reads, To the victor, the spoils.